All right, everyone. Welcome to tonight's episode of the Hot Widows Club podcast. I'm Crystal, the very hot widow of Eric. And with me tonight, I have Allie, the very hot widow of Ross. Hey, guys. And super special guest from the East Coast, Windsor, who is the very hot widow of Jake. So welcome to the Hot Widows Club podcast, Windsor. Thank you, Crystal and Allie. Great to be here. Yeah. So where are you at on the East Coast? Remind me. So I'm in Roanoke, Virginia. I'm originally from the East Coast. I'm originally from South Carolina. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, my gosh, let's see. Last time we were in the studio, I was in, I was on the East Coast. I was in North Carolina. Yeah. You were in the studio. Yeah. So what do we got for updates, Al? Oh my gosh. Give it to me, baby. So I got to tell you, I'm cussing again. You are today? Mm -hmm. I can't. You can't not. I feel like it's a part of me. Okay. Do you. Thank you. Do you. Welcome, Windsor. I'm so excited to meet you and hear your story. And when Crystal told me your name, I was like, I love her name. Oh, thanks. It's so... I do too. (laughs) It's so unique and cute and I feel like already fits you. So... Yeah, my mom did get on that one. She nailed it. Yeah, she nailed it. I texted Uh Allie yesterday after Windsor and I talked. I was just telling her like what to expect for the podcast. And I believe my exact words were, oh my God, you're going to love Windsor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so great to meet you both. It was. That's exactly what I said. You're going to love Good Windsor. memory. Thank you. So we have two big updates. Okay. Okay. You re- ready for them? Yeah. Okay. Fill me in because I hope <laughs> it's not something I'm not going to like you no. saying. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. So we haven't talked about the Omaha Magazine since it came out. Okay. We did an episode where we said it was going to come out, but we, Crystal and I hadn't seen it yet. So it's out now. Yay. (laughs) Yay, Omaha Magazine. So if you get a chance. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It's we're really proud of it. We're we feel honored and it's really neat. So Yeah. I'm so proud. We were talking about it on the car ride down here. I'm worried about what Ali is gonna share with you guys regarding my reaction. No, I don't I I won't share it if you don't want me to. It's interesting. But anyways, we were talking about how the article does such a good job of capturing our relationship mm-hmm. and like how the podcast came to be and like what our purpose is. They did such a great job of capturing the essence of that. Oh, yeah. So many people have said it's so well written. Right. And it really captures us. So yeah. I want a copy. Okay. All right. We'll send you one. We'll even yeah, sign it. I love that. We'll even oh, sign it. Please. <laughs> Famous hot widows. Oh, yes, all my love. <laughs> oh, we all Crystal. need it. <laughs> yes. It. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to share? Want me to share your reaction or no? I mean, we can share some surface stuff. We don't need to share the details. That's fine. So when we talked about the ep- in this episode or two episodes ago, I should say, we said, oh. We haven't seen it. Maybe we'll do a reveal, our reactions on the podcast. Well, somebody had sent us the article, like it had come out online before Crystal and I even knew. So we we got the link to it. So we couldn't do a live reaction. Sorry, guys. But I sent it to Crystal and... I think my words, exact words were, oh my God, I hate these fucking pictures. We needed the cussing this episode. <laughs> and then it went on and on to me oh, no. to describe the pictures. Okay, first of all, we've talked about this. Now, I cannot get stuck in a picture. I'm too fluid of a human being to be trapped in a picture. Same. Thank you, Windsor. I knew yeah. I liked you. Absolutely same. It's just, it's not who I am. Like, I can't, ugh. 
Like I've already taken my glasses off since we've been here because I'm looking at myself and I feel trapped, like taking my sweater off and I'll just keep moving things around. When I work from home, I change my clothes four times a day. Morning outfit, mid-morning outfit, afternoon outfit, and end the workday outfit. That doesn't include changing my clothes to go to the gym, changing my clothes for whatever I'm doing in the evening, and my night-night wear. Wow. You must have a lot of laundry. I mean, I don't wear it for that long. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not like I'm doing much in it besides my workout clothes. So, But I can't stand being stuck in a picture, trapped there in those moments. So anyways... The pictures are beautiful pictures. The photographer did a wonderful job of capturing the essence of Allie and I's friendship. Mm-hmm. But as someone who can't be trapped in a picture, I was devastated. She looks beautiful. I mean, I love the photos. I I love the rainbow in the first one. Mm-hmm. It's just so fitting with our signs. And but anyways, so how long did I rant about those pictures? Um, for a good week. Four days, actually. I, I think you even um, were like, oh, my coworkers don't think it's so bad. And I'm like, okay, well, I told you they were. So- <laughs> <laughs> I hate pictures. Anywho, so if you haven't read it, read it. It's a good article. I think so. Shout out to Kim Carpenter. Yeah. The writer of the article. She yes, did a great thank job. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. Okay. And the second update we have is I have finally like gone through everything for the golf outing. So we had our golf outing in July. I know it's September, but this is my life. And we have raised so much money for our scholarship fund. I am just, I don't have, I'm speechless on what we can do with this and where this is going. Right. And I'm so excited to do it next year. It was so much work for us, but like, I don't know, just going through everything is like, we're doing something. We're doing something so big. So cool. Yeah. Love it. So, wow. That's, uh, those are big updates. I forgot about reconciling the golf outing. Yeah. And that was a huge mm-hmm. um, undertaking for you, Allie. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. And um, of course. thank you all for participating and being a part of this big scholarship that we can't wait to give out. Yes. We have to work through how we do that because we're not experts and we've never done this before, but it's Mm -hmm. a great idea and we can't wait to start it and more to come. Yeah. So Windsor's wearing a shirt with Jake on it. That's her, her late husband, which is so cool. Allie, if you're taking a picture of Windsor, do not get me in it because I do not like the way I look right now. I'm not. I'm responding. I'm I'm responding to, (laughs) I'm on a text (laughs) responding to Crystal's daughter. The babysitter. Because this is one of the first times you guys, like in, I don't know, a long time that I do not have my kids in the studio. You guys probably don't know this, but like I have to bring my kids almost every time we record. And it is so stressful. The last episode we had with Katie, I had to leave the studio at least seven to eight times during that recording because Hank needed something and I was just, I was going to lose my mind and it bothers me because I can hear it in the recording mm-hmm. when I'm not there. So I'm like, okay, Crystal, I really need an episode without my kids here. So anywho. I love it when that little firecracker of yours comes blaring in here with his red ball I mean, of fire just, hair. You guys don't you have kn- to give two shits either. No, you guys don't know because <laughs> we have amazing editor, like Richard cuts everything out, but like Hanky comes in and he'll just start yelling mm-hmm. and he'll get up in the microphone. And, oh, buddy. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's <laughs> the best, but. 
Um, what other updates do we have, Mom? Anything else big that you got? I do, but why don't you share something? Okay, sure. Because <laughs> I have a couple more. But oh, okay. Let's see. What do I have for an update? Uh, I'm sorry about the swearing, Grandma. I love you, and I will taper it down, but I can't take it out. I've gotten some feedback some, from some friends that said, this is who you are. You should live and exist in that, so keep it up. So I'm trying not to be too bad, but if it needs to be said, I'm going to have to let it out. Sorry, guys. Let's see. What other updates do I have? My life is so busy right now. I'm having a hard time getting through. It's not normal for me, but my kids are wicked crazy right now. So I'm doing my podcast. I am doing my job. Ben is playing basketball, football, and baseball all at the same time. Millie's playing volleyball. I don't know if you guys understand how much time I spend at my kids' schools, but it's like I leave the plant and I go home and I'm probably like seven different places from the time I get home and I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Seven different places. That's unheard of. It's a lot. I it's need lot. this kid, these kids' daddy to help me out with this. Yeah. Not just any daddy. I feel that. These kids' daddy. Mm-hmm. I understand you. Yeah. So anyways, that's been weighing on me big time. And I know that if Eric were here, he would totally be taking that on. Yeah. I I will try to help as much as I can um, with the sports that Ben and Gus are on. I can help mm-hmm. as much as I possibly can for you. Yeah. Well, you're already a huge help. So. I try. Yeah. All right. I don't have any other updates. I've been have pretty lame. Okay. So just two big things have happened. Last episode, we talked about Hank's birthday party and... It was magical and beautiful, and I just wanted to share that. But what was cool was that I asked Hank the the day after, I said, you know, what was your favorite part of your birthday party? And he said, my best friend Solomon came, and that really meant a lot to me. And I share this because even at that age and any age you're at, when your friend shows up, it means so much to you. And that's just a perspective I wanted to share because it's coming from Hanky who, you know, we had a great birthday party and all the gifts and, you know, you know, just a normal thing. But the one thing he shared was that his best friend was there. So just a reminder to just show up to your friends. You know, it doesn't you don't have to bring anything. You don't have to do anything even. It's just kind of showing up. That means a lot. Definitely. And so to tie tie into that. This week has been very hard for for Gus, and I'm not going to share his grief on here, but I am going to share one thing. So in his class, one of his classmates, their mom died this week. I think it was Tuesday. And this little boy is in Gus's class, and he plays on his soccer team and his football team, so they're pretty close. They know each other. And I had no idea that she had cancer. So go, mm. again, goes to show you just never know what people are going through. Mm-hmm. But she died this week from cancer. And of course, it was a huge trigger for, for me. But I didn't realize that it was going to be so heavy for Gus. And so um, we've been working through that. But what I shared with him is I said, you know, this gives us an opportunity to help others, to be there for others, because we know what they're going through. And you know, you're one of few 
in his class that knows that, that knows what it's mm-hmm. like. And so you can be there. We can be there for others. That's how, that's how we can get through our grief is to help others and to step up. And, and it was really, really sweet because at football practice this week, the little boy, you know, went up to Gus and, and he said, my dad said that I, I need to talk to you and I need to lean on you. And Gus said, absolutely. I, I'm here for you and gave him a big hug. Oh my gosh. Oh, right. Man. That is so sweet. So sweet. And so I just, I want to share that because a lot of times people don't know what to do, don't know where to go to help those that are grieving. And, mm-hmm. and, and so again, even going back to Hank and to Gus, it's, it's just showing up. It's at the end of the day, it's showing up for those people and to continue to show up and, and just be there. Definitely. There you go. Yeah. All right. Those yeah. are great updates. <laughs> I am, I need to do better about just showing up. I feel like sometimes I neglect even you, Al, and because I'm spread so thin. We both are. And I need to show up better. We do our best. Anyways, uh, so I'm going to take that as a to-do item for me. I'll put it on the calendar. You all know I keep a paper calendar, so have I talked about this on the podcast? Pretty sure I have brought it up. And I can never get anything done because Allie's like, well, when can you do this? And I'm like, I don't know, Allie. I need to go home and check the paper calendar. And she's like, have you thought about automating this? <laughs> and she's trying to teach me. I, it's just not happening. Like, it's not. But I did this. Did you notice this week that I said, I've put a few things on my calendar, yeah. my Google calendar. So You did say that. Yeah. So I'm working on it. I'm trying to be a better person. <laughs> trying to be cooler, hipper. I'm just trying to help you out. Yeah. Well, we'll see if that works or not. Let's take this time to segue over to Windsor. I met Windsor. Um, I didn't necessarily meet her, but I got connected to her through um, my husband's cousin, Chelsea, who shortly after, I'm pretty sure it was shortly after Jake passed away that she's like, hey, can you reach out to her? Can you talk to her? I think she's going through a lot. And at the time I was just going through so much, I didn't have any capacity Um, But I just stayed in contact with Windsor. And so I knew that you had mentioned that Reef, their son, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, was turning three months. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's almost been a year. Like, I think I'd be time for her to come onto the podcast. And so I reached out to her. And here we are today with Windsor remotely in the studio. Thanks. So, Windsor, welcome. And thank you. Um, let's just jump right in and have you start telling us about your journey. Thank you for having me again. You know, this is a real honor to be able to talk about, honestly, the most important person in my life, you know, other than my son now. But before I get into it, I just have to tell you my husband actually had a podcast too called Reef Therapy. And I'm sitting on the stool that he would do his podcast from. Wow. And so I'm like channeling that. And uh, Jake is sitting right next to me, actually, Mm -hmm. his favorite reef builders hat. Nice. Yeah. So he's here. So our journey starts in Columbia, South Carolina, where I was living at the time. I'm from South Carolina and I went to the University of South Carolina, go Gamecocks. Uh, I found out later that uh, Jake actually went there too. Wow. 
We actually overlapped for two years and we never met, even though I almost did marine science, which is the major he had. I did psychology instead. So <laughs> we just needed a few more years. Yeah. Um, so I got invited to a wedding. I was the second choice plus one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was because my friend's actual plus one had a bail at the last minute. And I'm pretty sure she may have invited me like the day of the wedding. Wow. But she knew I knew the couple, just not as well as I know them now. Um, but she t- she tells me, she's like, you know, just so you know, this is a circus themed wedding. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I'm like, hold on. Well, knowing the couple, it all makes sense. But I was like, a circus theme. Oh, goodness. Like, what am I going to wear? Oh, my gosh. So this was October 12th, 2013. And I scrambled together an outfit, a little black dress, some leopard print leggings, <laughs> some ballet flats. And I was like, we got to judge this up to make it a little more circusy, maybe. And I had this feathered headband, like kind of like a fascinator kind of deal, little black feathers. And I was like, all right, this is going to have to do. So I wore that. Um, it was a kind of an evening wedding. We arrive. It's gorgeous weather in South Carolina in October. You know, the fall's starting just like it is, you know, mm-hmm. s- same season. Right. And I find out later that Jake saw me first. And he's like, who's the chick with the feathers? I'm going to meet her later. (laughs) That's right, baby. You are. I know. I know. I was super, (laughs) I was proud to know that. I was like, those feathers. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I actually wore that same outfit, including the feathers, to his wake. (gasps) Because I had all the same stuff still. Oh, my gosh. Love that. So yeah, that goes goes way back. Um, so the first time I noticed Jake was the procession of the wedding began, and they had a local musician playing the guitar. It was very quiet. There's something about like the air, like absorbed all the sound. So all I could hear, I think I heard Jake before I saw him, because I heard this sloshing sound. I was like, what is that? <laughs> So then he gets basically next to us and it's a flask in his pocket. Like, Mm -hmm. I know that sound. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, no way. And I thought that was the funniest thing. So I lean over to my friends. I was like, oh my God, you can hear that flask flashing (laughs) in his pocket. I bet other people here too. Oh my God. So fast forward a little bit later. The wedding was beautiful. Congratulations. They're about to celebrate 10 years here next month. And I meet him officially, and he's wearing these plastic Viking horns on his head. I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) I'm like, you know when you meet someone and you're like, there's somebody. Yeah. You know, like, there's somebody special. Yeah. Like, to me, to the world, to someone, like, they just have that energy. They're just magnetic. That was him. And we just had, I don't know, it was a great time, like. He was definitely loose, you know, having a good time. But we were kind of like passing ships in the night that whole evening. We kept looking for each other on the dance floor. We told each other later. And we just missed each other. We never really got to hang out. But there are pictures of us in the same areas throughout the wedding. And it's just so crazy to look back on. 
fast forward to the end of the wedding when they tossed the garter in the bouquet. And I had no zero intention of catching this bouquet, but I was standing there anyway. And they were kind of up on some stairs and we're kind of down below. And the bride, you know, launches this thing. And I'm not really paying attention. I'm kind of looking down. But then, I, like, just above my eyelids, I notice this thing is barreling towards my face. So it's either having a face full of flowers or you catch it. Uh, I, I caught it. <laughs> I caught the bouquet at the wedding. And then it was time for the garter to be tossed. And I look over and I see Jake. He is in the front. He's got his pants legs rolled up. He has no shoes. No idea where those went. And he is in like a runner stance. He's like, I'm going to catch this thing. I'm like, no way. And I'm like, I know he's trying to catch it because I caught the bouquet. <laughs> of course he is. Duh. I, kn- I know. Oh. And so the garter's tossed down and it falls short because it has no weight to it. Falls to the ground. But Jake scrambles for it and he swoops that thing up and I actually have it. It's also behind me. So I still have that garter that wow. he caught at the wedding. Aww. So I don't remember saying goodbye to him that night, which is kind of unfortunate. But what do you do when you meet a cute boy? Super tall. He's like 6'5". He had a beard. You know, what do you do? You go home and you Facebook stalk. So <laughs> I go home. It's like, gosh, it's, it's probably midnight or something. And I'm like, Jake Adams. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is this? And I was like, I knew he was somebody. <laughs> He's got pictures from traveling all over the world, gorgeous corals and fish and rainforests. And the one thing I really noticed was some concert photos from a Bonobo concert. Uh, if, if you're not familiar, he's a British DJ, really cool like dance music. I was a fan of his already. And I was like, no way. I was like, how does he know Bonobo? I'm like, I feel like no one I know knows him. So I, you know, we start communicating. I was like, oh my gosh, Bonobo. He's like, yeah, I've been to like six concerts. I was like, oh my God, I've never been. I'd love to. And that began our like online love affair because he was living in Golden, Colorado. And that was his first time back to South Carolina since he graduated. And his last time to South Carolina since he graduated, even to this day. So yeah, barely, barely got him. I know it's all really wild. Um, So we just kind of fall in love and we start sending each other the modern day mixtapes. We start sending each other playlists, you know? And I was like, you know, I have a friend, a former zookeeper friend of mine, by the way, is a zookeeper in South Carolina. Um, and so former zookeeper friend, she's a park ranger now at the Petrified Forest in Arizona. What if I fly out and we hang out <laughs> for a week or so and go road tripping down to visit her he's like yeah i'm down i'm like all right we're doing this so that so february over valentine's day week totally not intentional i flew out to colorado to hang out i was like this guy that's just i know he's going to be somebody in my life and that trip was awesome wow wow we completely fell in love during that trip completely like i was like yep you're it in arizona he took a photo of me in front, like silhouetted by the most epic sunset I have still to this day have ever seen. Wow. And I love that photo so much. Gosh, it was beautiful. 
So at the very end of that trip, it was beautiful. We listened to music. It's just mm, so good. We get back to Colorado and it's my last day. And he's like, let's make a pact. I was like, really? A pact? Like for what? He's like, okay, when you are my age now, I was like, oh, that's weird. Which is about four and a half years. So he's like, so call it five years. Five years from now, if we're both single, let's get together. I was like, uh, yes. <laughs> Shaking on that. And we did. I flew home and I didn't see him for another six years. No. Oh my gosh. No, Windsor. no, no. <laughs> yeah. Windsor. Yeah. I know. Why? Why? Uh, no, I know. I, <laughs> I know. So I was still kind of in the throes of my zookeeping career, you know, very much madly in love with my animals and my career. And he was doing the same. So he was a, the co-owner of a company called Reef Builders, which is a aquarium, all things aquarium, saltwater aquarium, hobby, media company. And so he was the YouTuber, the blogger, the executive editor, everything. So he was still traveling all over the world, documenting corals, doing his YouTube stuff. Yeah, yeah he wasn't ready. And honestly, I wouldn't have wanted to be with him then. You know, he was in this you know, early 30s, and I was still in my 20s. And I was like, oh, no. Uh, but we stayed in contact that whole time as friends. But it was really hard. It was really hard because I was like, yeah. Did you love him those whole six I years? I loved him the whole time. <laughs> the whole time through multiple relationships. Yeah. I still pined for him. Pined, uh -huh. cried so many tears. And I had to be okay and make peace with the fact that there's no way we're ever going to be together. I mean, come on. Like, this, is, this isn't going to happen. But yeah, we just stayed in contact, supported each other the best way we could through relationships. But I had to, you know, like hide him on Facebook because it was too hard, you know, seeing him in relationships. And it turns out he did the same. <laughs> so we were both like, I can't handle it. So finally, we uh, get to... It was September 2019. Something was in the air. I was in my mid-30s now. I was realizing I really wanted to start a family. And that's the thing Jake and I always talked about. Like, we, he wanted to be a dad. Probably more than he ever wanted to be an Aquarius. And if you knew him at all, being in the reef-keeping world is his life. But being a dad was his ultimate goal. So we always talked about that. And he's like, you know, you would be a great mom. <laughs> he would always tell me that. I was like, I want to be your baby's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jake. Yeah. I know. God, please. Yeah, I love you. So I reached out to him. It was like a couple days after his birthday. His birthday September 6th. And I was like, hey, happy belated birthday. And for some reason, I knew this time would be different. Like, this is going to make or break a relationship. Like, like, we were either going to be together or we weren't. And he was like, hey, Windsor. Oh, my God. It's so good to see you. We like hear from you. Like you do. And we, I was like, you remember that pact? I'm like, <laughs> he's like, of course. And we're, we're like, let's do this. Oh my God. <laughs> Good for you, girl. Thanks. Thanks. Oh so my we, gosh. That's awesome. I know. I know. And so, October of that year, it's like all these dates are all very similar. So, October of that year, 2019, I came out to visit again. So, the second time I've ever seen him in my life. I went out, I was like, it was kind of a recon mission. I was like, are we still going to have that spark? And we 
did. And we're just like, okay, I'm going to move out. And December of that year, he flew to Charlotte, North Carolina. I picked him up at the airport. I packed up everything that could fit in my Honda CRV, picked him up, drove to Roanoke, Virginia, say hi to my family. And I'm like, bye, I'm moving out to Colorado. Wow. Right before so, COVID. Yeah. Holy crap. Crap. I, yeah, right before all that. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Imagine right if be- COVID happened, that this never would have happened, probably. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Exactly. So we get out there. I This is like my dream. I was like, oh, my God. Colorado, A, amazing. And my guy. Mm-hmm. I got the guy. Wow. <laughs> what the guy. He's, oh, wild. And I already had a job lined up, too, at the downtown aquarium. I had switched careers at this point. I was working in dive safety. So I had a job lined up. I had the guy lined up. I had, you know, my future life in Colorado lined up. Everything was looking up. And then the pandemic hit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You got to be kidding me. So I lost my job at the aquarium because, you know, I was one of the last hires. So it makes sense. And I was like, oh, gosh, you know, are we going to be able to survive being quarantined together? That's going to be tough for a new relationship and, you know, no way to really escape. 2020 was so good for us. Like, it was a horrible time for the world, but it was so good for us. We bonded. We got a cat. We named her Carbon. That solves everything. Uh, it really does. We're big cat people. It was just, it's all perfect. Things aren't going good. Get a cat. Get a cat. You know, pandemic cat is, is awesome. And during that time, we moved into his aquarium studio. So we're surrounded by all of his beautiful creations. All of these gorgeous reef tanks. It's warm and humid in there. It was literally our tropical paradise escape. Wow. And we just, man, we loved it. We... We just realized, like, okay, we can do this. So we decided, let's get married, you know? So Jake was like, okay, let's propose to each other around Christmas time. I'm like, okay, sounds good. I'll be ready. He let me pick out my ring because he knew that was important to me. So I did pick out my own ring, but he was like, yeah, that's the one. So it was Christmas Eve 2020. We were going to go out and see the Christmas lights in Golden, Colorado, and we just were taking a little rest on the couch, and he kind of popped up, and he's like, well, I guess it's as good as time, good a time as any, and I thought he meant like, oh, to go see the lights, and I was like, yeah, okay, and I pop up, and then he kind of goes over to his cabinet and rummages and gets a little box, and he gets down on one knee, and I'm like, oh, oh, God, <laughs> it's happening, and he proposes to me, and then I essentially propose back to him. And we go see the lights and it's beautiful. And, Aww. you know, we tell us the family. And to not waste any time, uh, we jump forward to, you know, 2021, February. In Colorado, you can marry yourselves. So we got our marriage license and we booked a hotel at the Delaterra Chateau right outside Estes Park, the Rocky Mountain National Forest. And we marrying ourselves we eloped we took our own photos which are absolutely stunning and it was just us just oh, we wanted it i love that beautiful Even story if, yeah it was pretty awesome the perfect guy the perfect situation and yeah we did it 
So finally, 2021, the pandemic restrictions began to lift a little bit and music, you know, had always been a huge part of our lives together. And Jake always has music playing. And I just, he, he introduced me to all of my now favorite artists, except for Bonobo. I found him first. <laughs> he likes to tease and say, like, I introduced you to Bonobo. And I'm like, no, <laughs> ah, we finally got to see Bonobo in concerts at Red Rocks. Oh, my gosh. Dance the night away. Oh wow. It was is... just so perfect. Like, this is happening. Like, my dream. Ah, it was so good. And 2021 kind of went like that. You know, there was many more concerts and we started to travel a little bit and got to, you know, visit with friends. And I, at that point, I got more involved in his world. So I started working for Reef Builders at that point for social media. And I started learning the corals and everything. I was already a diver. So all these things mattered to me. But now I'm like really starting to know these things. So we're just, combining our lives perfectly yeah god i miss it yeah uh, so 2022 arrives and we uh, more concerts more traveling we were starting to like let's start a family this year like this is this is gonna happen but then because the pandemic restrictions began to lift further away from us so we were able to go to Australia. So Jake puts on a reef aquarium conference called Reef Stock every year. Oh my gosh. And we have a sister show in Australia that we have in Denver every year. So we had the sister show in Australia that we're going to have. And he's like, it's a go. Finally, after like three years, you know, shut down from the pandemic, it's a go. During this time, we realized like, we haven't had a honeymoon. (laughs) We should probably have a honeymoon in there somewhere. So we we attached some extra days onto this trip to New Caledonia, which is a French island off the coast of Australia. And Jake, I go, so cool. Oh, it's amazing. All the pastries, you know, everything you love about France, Mm -hmm. but in a tropical paradise. Like, take me back there. Yeah. Ah, Jake and I even talked about it. Like, oh, we could live here. Mm-hmm. Like, this would be awesome. And Jake spoke French. So it made it very easy for us to get around. And we finally, finally got to go scuba diving together. Cool. Yeah. So we got nine amazing dives together. Just seeing the most pristine reefs, you know, I've ever seen. It was incredible. Yeah. So that was August of 2022 we get back and we had halted trying to get pregnant because of the fact that i wanted to scuba dive so selfishly we had stopped for months uh when we got back we're like you know let's let's start again so in september of that year i was feeling a kind of way (laughs) 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 and you know things happened and i tested ovulation and sure enough I was and I was like oh my god could this be it oh my gosh could this be us about to be parents and uh, so September 19th I took my first home pregnancy test and it was positive congrats yes and neither one of us wanted to find out what we were having 
he said we can something we can share with our ancestors. And I thought that was like, well, that's cool. I'm like, I just like the surprise. <laughs> so, so we both agreed like we didn't want to find out. But we came up with names. Thank goodness. We came up with names. So uh, he already had a girl name picked out, and it was going to be Euphelia, which is a coral scientific name. Wow. So Euphelia would have been the girl. And then we're like, what do we do for the boy? And I was like, oh, we can name her after you. And he's like, well, if you want. I was like, it's your name. <laughs> I'm like, if you don't want you know, a junior, that's fine. And so I remember pondering it, and I wrote it down on a piece of paper, both names. And I brought it to Jake, and I, I knew he was on the phone. But I put it in front of him. I was like pointing like these are the names. And the name I came up with was Reef Jacob Windsor Adams for the boy. Oh, I love uh, it. Yeah. So we had names. Awesome. Uh, all During this time, Jake was planning a trip with his best friend Vincent to Bali, Indonesia. And it was kind of like a really early baby moon, but just for him. He was so excited to see Vincent. He hadn't seen him in like four years at this point. And Jake was more excited not only to dive the reefs there, but also to get parenting advice from his best friend, Vincent. And I, you know, supported it. And he was to leave October 19th of last year. So we knew that he was going to be gone for three weeks three weeks and then I actually was going to come and visit my family here in Roanoke for three weeks. So we decided we'll go ahead and tell the family that we're pregnant. So we got together with them literally the Sunday before Jake left for the trip and told them and they were so excited. They're like, finally, you know, yes. And the week before he left, we had our first confirmation appointment with, with the ultrasounds. And I just remember him reaching over and grabbing my hand and, you know, just being like in that moment. There it is. There's our little baby. Those are so special. I know. Oh, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Just being there with him and knowing this, it's finally time for us. But we were humble about it. It's our first, you know, my first pregnancy. You never know. So sadly, never got the chance to be like really excited. So we never really got to go there, but I found out later from friends that he was confiding in them and he did have excitement in his Mm -hmm. voice. So I got to know that he, he was able to, you know, express that emotion. So October 19th, the day he leaves, he films his last YouTube video that morning. And then he asked me if I wanted to go for a walk. And I had, at this point, been feeling pretty crappy from pretty much all day sickness and all kind of ickiness uh, for a couple of weeks now. And I was like, oh, I'm like, you know, yes, yes, I want to take that walk with you. So we go on this walk. It's beautiful weather. The season changing. The leaves are changing. We are changing. So we're transitioning into a new life just as the season's changing. And it was beautiful. We talked about being parents and just how excited we are for, you know, when we get back from our trip, you know, to start that whole thing. Um, We get back and the Uber arrives 
and I hug and kiss him goodbye. And I, I remember him getting in the Uber and he sits in it. And I'm looking, I'm watching him leave. And I'm just kind of hoping he'll look back at me, you know? And he never does. <laughs> I don't know. It just, that just like hurts. Like I'm just kind of haunted by that vision of him going away and just never looking back at me. Oh, Windsor. <sighs> so we text throughout the day. And I had made him a playlist because he would always make me playlists. And I made him a playlist and I named it Papa. Uh-huh. <laughs> because, because I started calling him Papa. He started calling me Mama. And he's texted me. He's like, he's like, oh, he's like, this, this is the best playlist ever. Thank you so much. And we were just, you know, just chatting about just normal stuff. And I sent him a picture of our cat. And he's like, Oh, our everything until our little frag comes. And because we weren't finding out what we were having, we didn't know what to call our baby. Like baby, grub, it. <laughs> you know, like, oh. like we need a name. We need something nice since we can't call it a name. And he came up with frag, which in the aquarium hobby, you take a frag or a fragment of the mother colony of coral. And that's just like the small piece that you can propagate. So it's so perfect. I was like, of course, frag. Yes. I'm like, why did we not come up with that already? It's been eight weeks. Right. Uh, so um, I tell him, I'm, you know, that we miss him. And he writes, BRB, be right back. Oh, <laughs> that is horrifying knowing he never did come back. Um, so I that was still chatting um, the 19th. So the morning of the 20th, I wake up to a picture that Jacob sent me, and it's with two guys. And I was like, oh, who are, the, who are these guys? No response, but I knew he was traveling. So I was like, okay, I'll hear from him later. I, um, uh, sorry. That's okay. okay. Take your time. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I just realized that, you know, he's traveling and he can't respond to me and that's okay. I'll hear from him later. Uh, I find out later that the guys in that picture are actually two other YouTubers that he met in line for his flight heading to Bali as well. He was fans of them. Like, like he knows these guys. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Wow. They were sitting in the seats right behind the galley where ultimately Jake passed away. Um, and I, they reached out to me after the fact to like, let me know like, Hey, we were there. It's crazy. Um, so that night, it was probably 11.30 at night, I get a call that says, caller unknown. And I answer because thinking, oh, it's Jake. He's landed. He's got, you know, SIM card or something. It must be him. I answer, and the person on the phone is telling me that they're in Taiwan. And I was like, what? I'm like, he's not going to Taiwan. Click. <laughs> hang up. I hang up. And they call again. And this time they leave a voicemail. 
and I listen to the voicemail and they say, they say who they are and they say we're from the American Institute of Taiwan. I have something very serious to tell you about Jacob Horatio Adams. You know, like, what? So my mind goes to, he got arrested. I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> like, he must have gotten arrested. I don't know what he would have done, but he got arrested. Um, so they, they're like, we're going to keep calling until you answer. So I answer, of course, pick up right away. And he tell, asked who I am. And I tell him I'm his wife. And he's like, you know, I'm very sorry to tell you this, but your husband passed away on the flight. I'm like, what? I'm like, he's 41. And I even tell this guy, I was like, we're having a baby. I'm like, this doesn't happen to people. (laughs) Like, you know, of course it does. I'm like, there's no... I'm like in absolute utter shock. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he tells me he got up from his seat. He made it to that galley, that center galley. He managed to tell the flight attendant that he needed medical assistance. He needed a doctor, I believe is what it said. And he collapsed and he was dead the moment he hit the ground. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. Windsor. Oh, my gosh. I mean, instantaneously. Um, I find out later that there was two nurses and an EMT that came to his rescue to no avail, but they tried for 45 minutes to an hour to revive him. But he had no shockable rhythm. He was kind of cold already. Um, he, he was gone. He was gone. And... Something really special actually happened recently. Um, This is nine months now later. I get an anonymous package in the mail. And I was like, oh, you know, people have been sending me things. So maybe I forgot who who sent this. Um, And I open it up and I start reading the card. And it's the EMT from the flight. Oh, my my gosh. They found me through my registry. And they only signed the card with an A. So I, they didn't want to be identified. And they tell me that they, they're, they're very religious. And they tell me that when she got back to her seat, she and her husband prayed for me because they saw his wedding ring. And they knew that there was a now a new widow that was going to get the worst news of their life. And they prayed for me not even knowing who I was. And it was a wake-up call because her husband was Jake's age because they saw his license. And so, yeah, it was absolutely insane. Um, She also sent me two onesies. One of them said, my heroes wear scrubs and I'm strong like my mom. And I'm like, oh my God, which are absolutely going to go in a shadow box. Hot. So um, he's in Taiwan now, and I'm now having to navigate what happened, first of all, how to get him home. And I'm fortunate enough that Jake's family 
his brother, his wife, and our nephews, and uh, some other extended family also live out in Colorado, in the Denver area where we were. So I did have them for support. So we had to navigate um, freshly pregnant and having to figure out what happened to my husband because we didn't know at the time. We had the autopsy done there. And we found out that he had coronary artery disease. He He had a complete blockage of the artery. And maybe the flight had something to do with ex- exacerbating the condition that we didn't know he had. But um, he had hypoxia to the heart. Wow. And yeah, he was, he was gone the moment he hit the ground. He had no chance. He was so perfectly healthy when he left. You know, I, I had no indication that anything was going on with him. So during those months of, you know, being a fresh widow, something happened to me. I think Jake was always, you know, he was always the strong one. And I, I think his energy and his strength transferred to me the moment he passed because I was feeling so sick from the morning sickness. But the moment I got that news, I was able to eat. It's like my body was like, you need to nourish your child, this precious gift that Jake gave you. And I was able to kind of hit the ground running, essentially, dealing with all the administrative nonsense that goes with dealing with someone's death, and especially an international death. Um, I was able to make these hard decisions and keep going and keep taking care of our aquarium studio. It was a lot. You're a beautiful woman. Thank this is, you. You really are. What Thank a story, you. Windsor. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's really wild. And, you know, Jake always joked about, like, he always felt like he would die young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. I hate <laughs> that now, you know? I hate hearing that. And But I would ask him, like, well, what am I supposed to do? Because he would always joke. He's like, oh, like a good 10 years from now. Oh, I would man, what what would I give for those ten years? Right, right. Oh, get those back. Get those back. Um, but he's like, you have a nest egg. You'll have a nest egg. I'm like a nest egg. What are you talking about? Like I don't have a nest egg. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, like I, I, maybe he was thinking money. I don't know. He never said. But I realize now that the nest egg is actually, it's like all of you. It's it's all of the fans. He had across the world, the friends, the friendships he's made. I was surrounded by people from all over the world reaching out to me, telling me stories about my husband that I had no idea about, how they influenced them in their reef keeping journey. And they would be sending me things, you know, trying to set me up as a new single mom. And they're my nephew. All, yeah. all of you. That. That's beautiful. Met, it's so beautiful. Really special. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I met so many amazing friends while out in Colorado. And they're with me for life now. And it's all because of Jake. All because he he put me in that place to be able to meet these people. It's so um, interesting yeah. how our men put us, our partners, it's not necessarily men, but our partners put us into a space that 
just opens up so many new opportunities and just life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because I'm now working as now a part owner of Reef Builders. So I've kind of taken over a little bit of that role. And yeah, I, I mean, I never would have imagined something like that. But um, after his passing, I realized I needed to be with my family. So that's where Roanoke, Virginia comes into play. So I realized I need to be with my mom. So I moved out here in March of this year and had my child here. A boy? A little boy. (laughs) A little, little guy. A little piece of Jake. And when he was born, he had the little, they call it, they call it an angel kiss, you know, between the eyebrows. Yeah. You know, the the angel kiss. Yes, I know exactly that. He has an angel kiss on his forehead. Oh, my and gosh. it's in the shape of a J. No. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'll, I'll send you a photo of it. But oh, my gosh. It's in the shape of a J. And, this you know, world. I, oh I, I know. Oh, my gosh. And I don't know how, you know, I feel about, like, where he is, you know, in this universe. You know, matter can't be created or destroyed, so I know he's still here in some way. For his sake... I hope he didn't wake up and he has to now live for eternity looking down upon us. That you'd be like, oh my gosh, this all over again? (laughs) That would be terrible. But I didn't expect my reaction. I know I want that. Like, I want him to be there up there looking down upon me. And maybe he is. Maybe he is in his own way. Um, Seeing our little boy. And God, what a tragedy. What a diabolical tragedy this is. Jake was so unique. He's a once in a lifetime type person, truly. And he can only teach our son, only he can teach him. And not having him here to help raise our little boy is sickening. I'm sick every day. I cry every day. Yeah. And the one year anniversary of his life is coming up in less than a month. And I am entirely unprepared, you know, for how I'll feel. But I'm just going to feel it then. Yeah. You can't prepare for it, Windsor. It's just going to have to be, you're going to have to exist in it. You have to experience every day leading up and every day afterwards and cry and yeah. do whatever feels right. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah. You have to just feel that. I wish and, I could tell you it'd be easy, but it's not. I know. I, know. I was telling Windsor. When we were talking yesterday, I mentioned that I recorded my episode telling Eric's story mm-hmm. at 11 months as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, yep. here we that are, was, 11 months. Yeah. It was a Wednesday really was hard. A, yeah. mm-hmm. But it felt so good. Oh, it does. It does feel good. I mean, he's the most important person in my life, you know, like to be able to tell his story, tell our story. Yeah. It's an honor. Uh-huh. It's an oh. honor to sit in this place and sit in this space and know that I had that experience with him. He was a part of my life and he always will be. Yeah. And I'll always pine for him. Yep. Yes, we get <laughs> it. We say that every day. We are pining for the love of our life to walk through that door one more time. Every second. Yep. Every second. I'm just like, come on. Absolutely. <laughs> Wake yeah. up, Wednesday. Like, this is all a dream. 
Oh my gosh. He was here. Every time I go to the ocean, I, I'm dying for him to come out of the water. Yes. And if I just look hard enough and long enough, I'll see him. Like I can visualize him. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I pray to myself like, okay, come on, baby. Come on. Just come out of there. Just come out. Like, let me see you. Show me you. Absolutely. And the ocean is obviously so important to us as, as scuba divers and lovers of everything coral reef. I mean, I like to think he is diving in the most beautiful reefs of the world right now. I hope that's where he is. I hope he made it to Bali. <laughs> I'm sure oh, he did. I bet he did. I'm sure he did. I yeah. I think Eric's doing all kinds of things. I don't think he's just watching over me. I know he spends tons of time in my energy. Like people never used to tell me that they love my energy. Like before Eric died, like nobody ever really came out and said I love your energy. <laughs> Yeah, but they I've always had a ton of friends. I've yeah. had great relationships, good career. But no one said those words. Like I love your energy. Like I like you, but mm-hmm. not I love your energy. Anyways, yeah. since Eric died, I hear so many people say, I love your energy. I'm so attracted to your energy. I want to be around your energy. You're exuding. That's E. That's, it is. That's yeah. not me. That's, You're exuding him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the I, best part of me. Oh, I totally agree. Jake is absolutely the best part of me and Uh he was there he was there at my birth I wanted an unmedicated birth I wanted to really literally bear down into that moment of being able to bring my child into this earth just feeling every everything and I did I did and it was awesome I had my doula there who I found here who's literally told me she's like the people that need to find me will find me and she is now a forever friend and she knows loss as well so she was the perfect partner to be by my side and you spoke earlier about leaning on your friends and having you know be there for your friends and my friend Elena that I met in Colorado thank you Jake was with me every single step of the way the moment I told her what happened to Jake. She went to every single one of my prenatal appointments with me. And I woke up on Reef's due date. He was born on his due date, by the way, that he shares with Jake's nephew, our nephew. And I was like, hey, I think I'm going into labor. She's like, I'm getting on a flight right now. She made it within hours of me delivering my son. Wow. That's amazing. From Colorado. <laughs> That's so cool. What a friend. So that is a true friend. And mm-hmm. I think I broke her broke her hand. <laughs> Sorry, Elena. <laughs> but I I just I know Jake was there and I know that he made all that happen. He made he put these people in my life and he made everything just work out so perfectly because I feel like our story up until of course the moment he departed it worked out just the way it was supposed to yeah and it's your story is perfect perfect. it's I love your story thank you Allie had asked me she'd said like what a you know like how did her husband pass away I said I don't know exactly but I know it's a really special story yeah a widow maker he died of a widow maker Yep. I know. What a sick name. 
What a sickening. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. But they, a widow maker heart attack. That's what took him at 41. Wow. Yep. The ultimate tragedy of my life. You know, I just never thought this would happen to me. I pined after this guy. I worked so hard to keep him in my life. And then this, you know, this happens to other people. It happens, you know, to older people that already had their children, had their lives, had their grandkids. You know, it doesn't happen when you're freshly pregnant with the love of your life that you just moved out. I wasn't even out in Colorado for three years and he died. We weren't even married too. Like it was, but we are about to celebrate, you know, 10 years of knowing each other on October 12th of this year. Yeah. And I didn't mention this earlier, but when we found out we were officially pregnant, when we had our ultrasound appointment, that was October 12th. Oh, cool. So you met the day we (laughs) met. (laughs) That's awesome. Yep. I actually have it in my google calendar i actually have that as recurring events like found out wow. we were pregnant the day we met wow, wow. Yep. crystal did you hear that google i don't calendar? know how to use google calendar <laughs> i said that for a reason All right, I, calendar. I, I was picking up what you were laying down <laughs> use technology like don't get me wrong i just don't like it i just don't it annoys me because it's in a notification on my phone i get that though it's, it's i get that good. too and there's something so magical about these calendars that I keep. So I keep these paper calendars. And I, after Eric died, I sat in my closet once hugging a pair of his jeans, laying on the floor, reading the calendar from the last year that he was alive. Oh, and I, yeah. I write down every day, like something I do on there. Like I'll oh, write, see, record in my so podcast, good. you know, mm-hmm. accidentally got drunk last night. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish I was like that. Writing is so hard for me. I have Reef's little baby book that I haven't really written a thing in it. It's just mm-hmm. writing it down, saying it out loud. Those things are, you know, that's where it really puts me in, in the spot. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that that's hard. And it, what's also sad is, you know, I spoke about music. I'm still unable to listen music Windsor, i couldn't either. i couldn't either so i'm oh, really so, yeah oh, oh my gosh i couldn't makes me feel so good because i'm oh, sitting here like it's like a desert in here i'm like this is horrible like jake would be like Windsor, put on bonobo for our son but i cannot do it i cry instantaneously yeah. oh yeah there's still oh. days i can't yeah i can't yeah I that's can't. that's normal i couldn't oh, okay. read i couldn't write no no so no. just recently and totally normal wow. i couldn't okay. listen to country music yeah. for a really long time it's at so least hard. two years so yeah oh, it's gosh i feel so good because i'm yeah. like this feels so wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> so against you know jake and oh gosh it's so hard i mean if, if a song comes on on the radio and the car i'm like nope 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 yeah. uh-huh Off. i'm the same way i get silence you. yeah silent mm-hmm. trip I will tell you, so I'm two and a half years out. I don't think I could listen to music for a year, probably. Well, it would have been last summer, maybe. I finally started listening to music again. Wow. And now um, I'm so back into music. Like, it's just like Good. old crystal. Really? And okay. Yes. And I've been All going right. shows again. And oh, awesome. I couldn't, I, I just went to the Black Keys. Like, I couldn't have gone to the Black nice. Keys before. Like, Eric would have, like, I would have died. I, I couldn't have done it. I would have been curled up in a ball on the ground. Yeah. So. It's, it'll take a little bit of time, but you yeah. will get back into music. I, I hope. 
I, need, I pray I, for you I, that you will. I will. I will. Mm-hmm. There's no way that I won't because that would just be another tragedy. <laughs> yeah, it would yeah. be. Yeah. is what bonded us together. Yeah. But, yeah, there's, yeah, no, it'll it'll come back. It's, it's definitely going to take some time. That and Pokemon Go. Jake and I would play Pokemon oh. Go. When I when I first got out there to to Colorado when we moved out, he's like, "All right, fire up that app, girl." Because <laughs> <laughs> I had played when it came out in 2016, but then you know fizzled out. But he played the whole time, and those are some really good memories too. Just driving around during the pandemic, just in our car, catching Pokemon, oh, <laughs> getting our morning coffee, just grinding as we say in the pokemon go world grinding for pokemon yeah so music and pokemon i'm like a little bit of a hiatus but that's cool i know but it'll get back we'll get back to it and take your time yeah there's no rush you're right your agenda and honestly like it can come and go too Mm -hmm. yeah i'm sure it really can you know there's going to be times where Mm -hmm. you don't want to listen to it yeah or play it Mm -hmm. and that's completely normal yeah Windsor, I am. Um, I'm going to send you after I kind of process your episode. I'm so much a processor, so I think about things. I'm going to send you a couple songs and um, see if that helps you at all, or see if that helps to revive that energy. That's kind of what helped me as a friend sent me a link to a song, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I used to love this." Oh. And so we'll see. If it kind of got you back in. Yeah, it got me like back eased into you it. back in. Uh huh. It did. Oh. Okay, please do. That would yeah. be really nice. I got to think about yeah. it and give you the best one. All right. Yeah, make it good. Make it good. <laughs> yeah. I'd never let you down. I've I, I know you will. song recommendations. Killer. Yeah, it's so important. Yeah, I, right. I'm really, again, I'm really honored to be able to tell this story with other fellow widows that know the walk I'm walking and this journey and kind of where I'm ultimately headed, you know, you see a little bit of my future ahead of me because you've been there. So. Kind of. I wish I yeah. knew I could tell you where those cards are going to lie. No, I or the fall. I have no idea. I don't either. Of dating, all that kind of stuff. Oh my god. Yeah, don't even. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. These new apps, Jake, yes. oh, and I met the old-fashioned way at a wedding. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not. I don't know about these apps. I have never met someone on one. So yeah, it's going to be really. Don't rush that. You know, I'm not. Yeah, I'm don't, not. Don't rush it. I've got a child. It. Yes, exactly. I've got a fresh baby to deal with. But let life happen, right? I know many widows who've met people very quickly and very yeah. organic ways, and other widows who've you know been you know have chosen other methods, and you know all of them, none of them are any better or worse no. off than the other. So, um, you we're know, we're all just trying to survive. We are. Yeah. That's all we're trying Absolutely. to do. Yeah. Is yeah. We all grieve differently right. too. Exactly. That's the thing. Very much so, so. And we all have things in our lives that are going on. I um yeah, it's crazy. Like kids or no kids, like it is the this is the hardest thing you'll ever have to do. I don't I can't imagine anything being more difficult than this. Mm-hmm. Someone said, This is harder than childbirth. I said, Childbirth is like a walk in the park. Like, I a thought walk. childbirth was beautiful. It, I did too. In I the would, park. <laughs> I would do childbirth. <laughs> I'd blow out over 50 and over fucking and over. kids if I could have Eric back. God, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'd blow out 100 kids. I don't Absolutely. give a shit if I could get Eric back. Yeah. And I had actually, even if Ross was here, I always, I just thought childbirth was so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Me hard. Too. But like, very hard. I felt so strong after it. Mm-hmm. Like, Ew. I am oh, a yeah. woman. Me too. Hear me roar. <laughs> That's right. 
I thought childbirth, to be honest, was very easy. I thought carrying the baby was more difficult for me because I had more difficult pregnancies, but actually delivering a baby was like, to Allie's point, it was beautiful. I had two contractions. I pushed through and- Amazing. Yeah. I just I Like know. Benny was one contraction. It was super easy. I was lucky. Jake, I think once again, put that energy yeah. onto me. I had a great pregnancy. I felt great the whole time. And then my birth was- Beautiful, as you yeah. say. Absolutely beautiful. The way I wanted it. I'm so glad you had that. Me too. I would have been really bummed, <laughs> you know, if that, that was also taken from me. Right. Because I always wanted to be pregnant and I always wanted to go through those motions and e- emotions and motions. And I was able to. Oh, and that just reminds me the one thing I'm missing. Jake was so excited for me physically to transition into that of a mother. And I missed so much during my pregnancy being desired by my husband, knowing that he loved the way I looked pregnant. And that loneliness is real. And it I want that attention and that desire from my husband. I know. Allie and I just talked about that. Yeah. Allie, what were you saying about that? About the love? About the loneliness, the desire. Like the loneliness is not something like, like we can't describe, like we can say the word lonely. If you're not a widow, you don't understand what that means. And I'm sorry. I love you guys, but you don't. No. Um, Loneliness in the way that you pine for your your spouse. Yes. Loneliness is very different in other ways. Like I'm. Lonely for, you know, my grandma, I'm lonely for lots of things. Yeah. But when it's your spouse, it's very different. And it's so when Allie and I or Windsor says we're lonely, that doesn't mean we want to date someone. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that means we are lonely for a life that got we got robbed of. Right. Got robbed of. I mean, I a prime example would be I am lonely in a uh, a crowd, like literally in a crowd. Yeah. Because Ross isn't there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that. I feel like I want him there so badly. Mm-hmm. And I'm surrounded by people. That is what loneliness is. And it's yeah. a crowd of people who love you. Yes. Yep. It's a crowd of people. Like, I can be in a crowd of people. Like, like Windsor, like when you had mentioned, like, everyone lifted you up after Eric passed away. And yeah. my obituary went viral. I had hundreds of people. I had this, like, crazy social media platform where nobody was saying anything mean. Like, you know, on social media, people can say mean things. Like, oh, yeah. There wasn't even haters. Like, it was just everybody. How can anybody hate you? <laughs> First off. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I think there's a few out there. But this love was so intense, and I felt so lonely. So to Allie's point, yeah. you can be surrounded by family and friends and and your community. We talked about right. our community last week. Even your kids. And and you, f- you feel lonely mm-hmm. yes it's so it's so visceral and that's what yes, people don't understand mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it's painful the loneliness it is yeah. painful and just seeing it's like i don't want to be like jealous of people living the life you know that they deserve but i am and, and look at thank yeah. you <laughs> am i right so resonating no. like i just like look at these families i'm like oh 
God. Oh yeah. Thank you. I call Allie. So bad. Yeah. I'm so jealous of you. I'm Me so too. jealous too. I call so Allie like so jealous every other week, and I'm like, yeah, it's shameful, but I am. I fucking hate these lovers at Hive. Yes, these lovers. The grocery store. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And it's. I don't hate them, but I'm just so jealous. So jealous. You see the elderly couple oh, grocery oh, shopping. Gosh. I'm like, nope. That don't even get been me us. started. Them walking on the sidewalk. I can't. Oh take my god. It. I Absolutely. cannot take it. Yeah. I see. Yeah. <laughs> A different level <laughs> yeah. of jealousy. That again, I wish I could tell you you understood, but until you're a widow, I don't think you can understand this level of jealousy because it's a different type of jealousy. It, right. Like we're happy then, for you, but <laughs> yes. Yeah. But oh it, man. It's a jealousy like it's no strong. Bad. It's it's so yeah. hard. Every time. It's every time. shameful how intense it is. the jealousy is. <laughs> That's I'm right. really sorry. That's I'm why we got this. excited, Windsor, because we're like, yes, yes, yes. So you guys couldn't see us, but Windsor started talking about the jealousy and Allie and I looked at each other and started <laughs> laughing and Windsor was kind of caught off guard. Because it's <laughs> like, not, wait, what? Because it's but not yeah. something you like to admit. No, no it's, but it's true. It's true. It's so, so true. true. It is embarrassing too, because people don't get it. They're like, oh, so many people default to me and they're like, oh, don't worry, you'll find someone new. And I'm like, mm. you don't get it. You don't that, get it. I don't want phrase. someone new. Yeah, something to not say to widows. Oh, That's you'll find of, somebody. Yeah. Gosh, no, I've gotten that several times. And I'm like, you've got to be joking. Oh, my gosh. It's not helpful. It's not so helpful. I'm not like, helpful, thank you. Right? Thank you. And like, I'm not because the reality is. To do that right like, now. I think I know I will find somebody, right? Because I, I don't want to do this life alone. That's not what that's this is about. Like, that is not even remotely what this is about. This is about right. grief, loneliness, yeah. sadness of losing your partner, your best friend. And your kid's dad. Yeah. It, it's all wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Yes. My kid's dad. I mean, you know? Jake wanted to be a dad so bad. And he is one. He I is mean, one. He is one. But he should be here. He should be there. Yes, Connie, hot widow Connie had said to me once, I was talking about it was Father's Day. I didn't want to send my kid to school because I didn't want him to go through Father's Day. And I said, I know I've shared this before, but I said, I don't want to send him. And Connie said, send that kid to school. He's got a fucking dad. He's just not here on earth. That kid's got a dad. He's always going to have a dad. Mm -hmm. Don't avoid letting Eric be a dad from heaven. That's a really good point. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Because I'm dreading all of these things all of because my child's I mean he has no he'll never know his father but I'm am blessed I will say because of Jake's online platform he has all of his YouTube videos yeah. oh that's so cool that's I mean so hundreds special. of them of him being his most excited true self sharing his passion with the world that's cool. so when reef wants to know about reefs he can just tune in to dad that's cool i am lucky that way Mm -hmm. that i have such a catalog of jake's voice and his face and his mannerisms and the podcasts that he also did too and his writings so i have a lot to be really thankful for you know if this were to ever happen to me you know but it's okay to be pissed oh so pissed Mm -hmm. so pissed Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I went through all those emotions, all the proper grieving emotions, and I'm still angry. I'm yes. still angry at times. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not just fair. not fair. It's diabolical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right, guys. Well, we better get signed off tonight. Um, Windsor, it was so great to meet you. I will be in constant contact. So um, once you're a friend of the Hot Widows Cup podcast, we uh, we always keep you around. So you will definitely we don't let you go. <laughs> we don't. I don't, I don't want to go. Right. No. Once you're in I our clutches, you. you're doomed. We got you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I need it. Yeah. So, all right, guys, um, signing off from the Hot Widows Club podcast. If you have questions, concerns, thoughts, ideas, please send them to us at the Hot Widows Club podcast at gmail.com or check out our socials on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, not the fake Hot Widows Club podcast. There's a fake Hot Widows Club podcast out there. I don't even want to mention it because I don't want people looking. Yeah, don't up, even look as disgusting. We're trying to get it taken down. stole our pictures and created a new profile. Yeah, like, it's what? awful. <laughs> Anyways, that's not us. Y'all know who we are anyways. So, all right, guys, have a wonderful evening, Windsor. Enjoy your your night with uh, Mr. Reef. I know he's out right now, so get him back in your clutches and love him up. I hear him crying right now, actually. Oh, (laughs) shoot. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. All right. Bye, guys. Yes. Bye, Windsor. Bye.